Choosing the wrong dirt bike can make your trail riding experience super frustrating if you're stalling, falling, getting exhausted more quickly, or getting in an accident. So that's why I want to share with you the best and worst two strokes for trail riding based on your specific needs. First, I want to share three examples of terrible two strokes for trail riding. One is the Honda Sierra 125. It's a motocross bike and it's meant for racing on the track and it's not good for trail riding because it has basically zero bottom end power, which makes it hard to ride at low speeds, especially on technical terrain because you're gonna be constantly slipping the clutch and with the stiffer suspension, it's gonna be really uncomfortable and you're gonna get exhausted quickly. Another bike to avoid is the KTM 150SX. Again, it's another motocross bike and it has a little bit more power than the CR125, but it's still not meant for riding on trails because of the the snappy power, the lack of low end torque, and the motocross gearing, which makes first gear really tall, so you gotta get going faster, uh, it's more likely to stall. And then the third bike to avoid is the Honda Sierra 250. Again, it's a motocross bike, it has very snappy power, stiffer suspension, just not made for trail riding. And while these bikes can be trail ridden, you're better off choosing a bike that's already made for trail riding because it's gonna be more comfortable, it's gonna give you more confidence, and you're less likely to stall, fall, or crash, or get exhausted quickly. I just wanna compare the differences between enduro versus cross country. They're kinda newer terms because an enduro back in the day was known as basically an off-road street legal motorcycle where now an enduro bike is basically hard enduro or technical terrain or a little bit more casual trail riding whereas the cross country it's more of a higher speed race bike meant for more aggressive riding so the enduro bike it's generally going to have a wider transmission gearing, so a lower first gear, a higher sixth gear, and the suspension is going to be a little bit softer, a little bit plusher to absorb the bumps uh, better at lower speeds. And it also might come with a headlight and a taillight, where the cross-country bike, it's going to have minimal trail riding equipment to be as light as possible. So generally no lights, no mirror, no extra equipment, and the power is going to be a little snappier, a little more aggressive. The tune is going to be more aggressive and the suspension is a little bit stiffer to handle the bumps and impacts the whoops at higher speeds. So what are the best two strokes for tight and technical or just slower casual trail riding? Well for KTM you got the 150, the 250 and the 300 XCW. The XCW is the Endura version which has the wider transmission gearing so a lower first and second gear I believe and then the higher sixth gear which makes it easier to ride at lower speeds you don't have to slip the clutch as much you don't have to go as fast to get it going in first gear so you're not as likely to stall it and then they're often tuned for a little better low-end uh, mid-range uh, rpm torque so it gets better traction and it's not quite as snappy as the cross-country version then if you want a Husqvarna which is basically a white KTM you got the TE 150 250 and 300 and just a quick comparison of the 150 250 and 300 the 150 if you want a lightweight super fun bike to ride it's basically it feels like a mountain bike with a powerful engine the 150 is a great choice uh, if you want to feel younger or if you are younger and if you just want something as light as possible and if you want a 250 that has considerably more power but a little less weight a little less vibration uh, a 250 is plenty of power for 99 percent of trail riders where the 300 
is basically the ultimate hard enduro bike if you want maximum torque maximum horsepower if you're doing super hard terrain you're experienced rider you're doing massive hill climbs if you just want to have the most horsepower uh, to show off your buddies well the 300 is the ultimate choice these days then if you want a gas gas a red ktm uh, you got the ec 250 and the 300 and all the ktm husqvarna and gas gas two-stroke enduro bikes now have fuel injection which means you don't have to deal with jetting messy jets it has really good throttle response it's very smooth and you don't have to adjust anything when you go up or down in elevation then you have beta which has a 125 a 200 a 250 and a 300 beta still has uh, carburetors on their bikes but they still keep advancing and improving their bikes uh, as far as power power delivery suspension chassis handling and their theme is having a very rideable bike which means the power is very smooth and predictable it's more controllable that doesn't mean that they're slow, but if you're a little bit more of a casual rider or if you want something that's a little bit easier to ride, uh, the Beta is a really good choice. The 125, the 200 are really good choices for if you're upgrading from a beginner trail bike or if you just want something that's lightweight and easy to handle. And then if you want a Sherco 125, 250, or 300, they have the SE Factory two-stroke models, which are basically their hard enduro racing two-strokes. They're not quite as popular, not as many of them are made, but they're slowly building and growing and they have plenty of professional riders racing them, so they are good quality bikes. And they have a carburetor as well. And then you also have the Riehu Enduro bikes, which they took over the previous Gas Gas platform because KTM bought Gas Gas, but then Riehu uh, got all of the technology and the parts to keep developing those previous Gas Gas models but now they're still improving them. So it's a solid enduro bike and they have a few options. The MR Pro, uh, they have the 200, the 250, and the 300 for enduro riding. And these bikes come with a carburetor, but they also have aftermarket parts right from the factory. So it's like you're buying a ready to race bike. Now, if you're looking for a two stroke for higher speed, cross country, desert, just high speed trail riding. Here are the better selections. You got the Yamaha YZ125 and 250X. Make sure it's not the FX because these are based on the motocross bike models. So they still have very powerful, very snappy engines, but they're tuned a little bit better for off-road riding. So they got a little bit smoother, uh, better low-end torque and mid-range and then the suspension is a little bit softer but they don't have electric start they don't have lights uh, they still have a carburetor so if you're looking for a very simple but fun reliable race bike uh, Yamahas are still a good choice then if you want a KTM they have the 250 and 300 XC now compared to the XCW the XC has the more aggressive power curve it has stiffer suspension and it has a little bit closer ratio transmission so when you're racing and you're shifting through the gears the rpm isn't going to drop as quickly which makes it easier to keep in the meat of the power band so you can keep accelerating quickly which is ideal if you're racing or just want a really aggressive bike and then the Husky version of those is the TX250 and 300. Or the Gas Gas version is the EX250 and 300. They all have very similar specs from the KTM Husky and Gas Gas. Uh, generally the Gas Gas has the least trick parts. So it's a little more budget friendly, a few hundred dollars cheaper. 
but it still handles and has basically the same power. And all of these uh, Austrian bikes have fuel injection if you're buying a newer model. And if you want a beta cross-country two-stroke, they have the 125, 200, 250, and 300RR race edition. The RR models are the enduro versions where the race edition is the more aggressive package. And I try looking on their website for uh, to see if there's a difference in the transmission gearing and it didn't really say a whole lot. So I'm guessing it's a closer ratio, but it's going to have uh, a little bit more aggressive suspension and um, motor package. And then you also have the Riehu, the MR Racing Edition. So you got the 200, 250, and 300. The Racing Edition is very similar to the Pro. It's just a little bit more aggressive when it comes to the suspension and engine, from what I can tell from their website. And if you're more of a novice or a casual trail rider, maybe you're upgrading from your first dirt bike and want something with a little more power, a little more suspension, but you don't want the full uh, power and suspension of a high-performance enduro bike, or maybe you just want a lower seat height, you didn't really have many options 10 years ago, but now you have the Beta 200RR as well as the Beta 300X trainer. They have a little bit lower seat height, the chassis is a little bit smaller, especially in the X trainer, and the suspension is a little bit smoother, a little bit easier to control. It's detuned, the X trainer is detuned compared to the 300RR. So this makes it kind of an intermediate or mid-level trail bike that can handle higher speeds uh, but the suspension is softer than the enduro model, so it's a little more plush, uh, a little bit more relaxing of a ride if you're not aggressive or a racer. And then Riehu offers the MR Ranger 200 and 300 models. The power is either very similar or maybe a little bit detuned uh, to be a little more controllable, controllable, but the big thing on the MR Ranger is that the seat height is about an inch and a half lower and they do this mainly with an adjustable shock linkage so you can actually adjust it to raise it back up if you want and when you have a lower seat height this just gives you a little bit more confidence because when you come to a stop or when you're in a more technical uh, trail it's easier to touch the ground if you need to balance because you're tipping over and then if you don't mind a discontinued two-stroke the Kawasaki KDX 200 or the 220 is also a fun, reliable, and easier to ride trail bike. It has a lower seat height and the power is very smooth, but it still has plenty of horsepower to have fun with for most people. But if you are a beginner, I really don't recommend any of these bikes if you've never been on a dirt bike before. Even if you've ridden a powerful street bike or a snowmobile or four-wheeler, transitioning to riding in the dirt is a huge difference because you don't have the same traction it requires more balance more throttle control a lot uh, of changes when it comes to your body position so i recommend starting on a slower and perhaps lower seat height dirt bike that's easier to ride because you're going to build up your confidence faster and if you are a beginner just starting out uh, i got a video in the description below for you that covers the best beginner dirt bikes or if you do like one of the two strokes in this list and are going to look at a used one but not sure what exactly you should be looking for to know if the bike is going to be reliable and not going to need a rebuild right away you should check out this video here on what to look for on buying a used dirt bike.